Reed's Ranch is proud to partner with Marcos Garza and the Garza Law Firm. Jeremy Banks should have called Marcos Garza. East Tennessee's premier criminal defense, DUI defense, and personal injury lawyer. Don't say guilty. Say Garza. GarzaLaw.com. 865-540-8300. If you make make a mistake this football season, if you make a mistake, if you get behind the wheel when you're you're not supposed to, don't give up. Chances are the the state of Tennessee will make a mistake uh, when handling your case. Marcos Garza will expose that, and you'll get off, and everything will be fine. At least you'll get the best result possible. GarzaLaw.com. Before you say guilty, say Garza. All right, let's get to the episode. I mean, this is the last stand. You're listening to The Unfiltered. Well, I hate to say I told you so. There's nothing to be done besides to get on Twitter and tweet to all my dumbass followers. But I told you so. Hey, I told you so. The controversial. He's a dumbass. He can't do math. He's an idiot. He gets his hair cut at Walmart. Look at that shitty haircut. The realest podcast in the Southeast. Let the dogs loose. Let the goons be goons. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. 11 in a row. Enough. <laughs> 38 in a row. As in 38 on this point when we were whipping that ass. Ranch gang, stand up. The holy war is upon us. Welcome to Reed's Ranch, the podcast with Seth Hughes. Like, just quit acting like this is any fun at all. Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you Wednesday, October 2nd. Sadly, made it to October, man. It's spooky season. I can't believe that it is um, October already. A.K.A. the best month of the year. The best month of the year. Interesting. No dispute. Okay. What other month would you go for? The only one I'll even uh, entertain is March because of, of my birthday. Oh, okay. Well, my answer was going to be March because of your birthday. And, you know, March Madness and... The Masters, I guess, is the Masters in nah, March? No, it's, it's the first weekend of April, usually, I believe. Ah, okay. As is WrestleMania. Like, if you gave me that extra week to get WrestleMania and the Masters in and the Final Four, like, I might be like, okay, yeah, that's pretty good. Uh, but you don't. So uh, that's why October reigns supreme. You get Halloween. You get every major sport going at the same time. Okay. Playoff baseball was phenomenal last night. It was excellent. Can't wait for tomorrow. Hopefully tonight's good too, but really can't wait for tomorrow with four games in one day. I do love the first uh, playoff day where you get four games in one day. I look forward mm-hmm. to watching the Braves beat the Cardinals in game one. Oh, I'm sorry. Four games is Friday. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. The first get, first day is always two games. Sorry, the second, yep. day, uh, second day is four games. Um, I look forward to watching the Braves beat the Cardinals. Yeah. And I look forward to college football, NFL football, and, uh, you know, NBA's coming up soon. Like, it's October's elite, especially now that the NBA has started their season like a week or two early. You know, you, you know usually you had to wait till like the last couple of days of October. Now you get like I wanted to say I remember. Yeah, I remember it starting like on maybe on Halloween night. Like, or that was the first time I, I remember like ESPN would have games was Halloween night. Like, yeah, usually it was like October like 27th, 28th, whatever that, that Tuesday was, the last Tuesday of the month. 
Yeah, what does what day does what night does ESPN have games? Uh, Wednesdays. Wednesday. Wednesday. Okay. Yeah, I didn't know that. Yeah. But okay. now they uh, they moved it up a couple weeks, so uh, we get a uh, you know NBA, NFL, NHL starts like tomorrow, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. Can you believe that? Like, their seems season, crazy. Their season is so long, and they don't even play that many games. No, they play they play the same amount as uh, the NBA, right? Don't they play 82 games as well? Yeah, but it's the longest, isn't it? Is it not the longest season? Well, yeah, but they're pussies and can't play back-to-back nights. Yeah, that's that's mainly what I'm getting at. Yeah, yeah, like whereas like, the NBA plays two games back-to-back and sometimes three games and four nights, hockey they have to have like two or three nights off. It seems not as tough. Not as tough. So, are you coming around? Do you agree? October the the most elite month. Number one, the weather starts cooling off. Scary movies on TV, Halloween, spooky season, haunted houses. I am, I'm a fan of October, but the issue is that uh, it's been so damn hot that today was another Huntsville record for heat. It hit 99 degrees. Um, that goddamn Al would, Gore was right about something. If it would get a little bit cooler, like even just 10 degrees cooler, if the high would just be 90 well, here in Knoxville, I don't know what it's like down in Huntsville, but here in Knoxville, the weather's about to break. I think, like... It is, too. It is here, too. Friday, like, we get to 88, which, you know, isn't much, but when you're at 98 today, 88's going to feel like it's time to put on a hoodie. I might I might break out a hoodie on Friday just to celebrate. It's a huge damn difference. Yeah, we're getting that cold front, too, thankfully. It's been pretty bad. Monday, going to be down to 68. Tuesday, 71. I'm hoping that'll be, like, officially false here. I mean, because we just had the summer solstice, like, what, the 22nd of September? So, like, it's not it's not like it's been summer, has been dead for too long. You know what I mean? Like, we're only at, like, 10 days. You can't beat that, like, high of 71 degrees. Oh, it's perfect. You break out some hoodies. You could get some, uh, you know, your pants back out, wear some boots, really start dressing. You know what I mean? You can't beat it with a stick. It's the best. It's the best. I can't wait to have, like, just a nice little T-shirt on with some nice pants or jeans and then have the potential hoodie. Like, oh, do I want to throw the hoodie on? Do I not want to throw the hoodie on? Who knows? Who knows? Do I, do I want to wear the same hoodie three days in a row? Why not? I could do it. It's my God-given right. All I have to do is take my hoodie off when I'm around the people. <laughs> you don't even have to take it off around me. I'll let you wear the same hoodie three days in a row. I don't care. I felt bad today. Why? I was around someone, and I, he, he or she uh, was wearing the same shirt as he was yesterday. And I said, is that the same shirt on you had yesterday? Oof, we cucked him. I called him out. And it was just like, a, it was a, or, or her out. And it was a uh, flinch. It was just a reaction. Like, I, I never would have done that had I actually thought about it for a second. But I was, I, it just came out of my mouth. Like, it was like word vomit. Yeah. And then they tried to deny it and lie about it. And then everyone's like, oh, wait, yeah, you were. And I felt so bad. Yeah. I mean, like I've, I, I have a rotation of, of, of shirts that I wear to, that I wear out into the field every day, and there's about six or seven of them. And like, if I if I do laundry in the middle of the week, like I catch myself wondering, like if it's on a, a Wednesday or Thursday, I catch myself wondering, did I wear this shirt already this week? Yeah, you can't go back to back days. Even if you wash it in between, you can't go back to back days. You can't go back to back days. You at least have to remember what you wore to work that very day. Yeah, you can't go you can't you can't go back to back days, but hopefully uh I try not to do the same shirt the same week, honestly. 
I do too. Oh, I, I, yeah, absolutely. Especially I me being on camera. You know, every day we're on the radio, uh, camera wise. So like, I, I try not to do that. Now there has been some times when, you know, uh, Friday night or Friday, I wear a t-shirt and then wake up Saturday, get ready to go get some breakfast or something. I throw that shirt back on. Don't get me wrong. But I, it's just to run, get some breakfast, and come back or something like that. Not uh, trying to get through the whole day with it. Yeah, I agree. I'm with you. And that was talking fashion with John and Seth. Yeah, I mean, we are on the cutting edge of fashion. As I've uh, worn New Balances for like the last 20 years. but I have started uh, wearing uh, Croc sliders. Or slides, I guess is what the, they're called. Slides, not sliders, excuse me. Okay. I'm looking them up right now. Just some, I have not just seen some... those, but they look comfortable. They are. They are. And, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't go toes out. I don't go toes out, so I just put on some socks. I just wear my socks and slides and just stroll into the radio station. Comfort. I'm wearing them right oh. now as I sit in my house because I got tired of walking around my, my floor barefoot. It started hurting my feet. So now I'm just rocking, uh, you know, keeping some support at all times. These hardwood floors will get you. Well, John, we want you, we want you to be comfortable. It's all about comfort. I am wearing my Crocs. I'm drinking my Truly. I'm talking to you. Life's good right now. I'm going to get off here, go watch Survivor, watch the baseball playoffs, we got a new challenge. We got a new Always Sunny, a new South Park. Hey, this new season of uh, American Horror Story, I've been enjoying it. I like it. It's a throwback to 1984 and like Friday the 13th slasher thing. And I'm like, you know what? I like it. I'm into it. Life's good. I, I love Wednesdays. I saw this was the 38th season of Survivor. You're goddamn right it is. And if I still lived with my parents, I would watch this season. That's a great, that's a great, like, I, I, I love that show. 38 seasons, haters. What other shows can make it 38 seasons? It's really just us, as in Survivor, The Simpsons, and Oprah, man. That's it. We're the only ones doing it. Does Oprah still come on? Does she? Does she give up? I don't know. I thought she still came on. Does she not? Now that you mention it, I only see, I only see Ellen. See, Oprah, if she's on, she's on her own show. She's on her own network. But no, it, it ended in 2011. Damn, so I guess it's just Survivor... The Simpsons, and I guess maybe South Park's getting close. What number of uh, seasons are they on with that? Don't forget Monday Night Raw. It's been running many years. Many Season years. 23. Season 23 of South Park. Raw's been on for like 26 years now. So, I mean, they've been running. They do every damn week. They don't need time off. That really is absurd when you think about it. That Monday Night Raw is every week. It's crazy. And never take a week off. It's insane. Like this they, is season they, they do Christmas shows. They do Christmas episodes. They don't even take Christmas off. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy. I mean, Vince McMahon, what can you say? He loves money. And never getting time off is probably why a lot of the wrestlers get opioid addictions. <laughs> Shout out to Dreamland. <laughs> oh, I love Vince McMahon, though. No time for rehab. You just got to keep rolling. How do you not love Vince McMahon, though? I don't know. He's starting uh, the new the new. We're getting ready to go mainstream, man. The SmackDown's about to be on Fox, the main Fox, not not Fox Sports One, the main Fox. I saw that. So that many people are. I thought they went to a a a, a, a subscription site only a couple years ago. No, no. The the subscription type uh, or the subscription website, the model or whatever, was just an added bonus. They still were doing their Monday Night Raw on USA. On USA, okay. So and you Smackdown have to watch like the on, old ones. And SmackDown was on USA. You could watch the pay-per-views on the uh, the network, like the the current That's right. pay-per-views. That's right. Okay. So now Raw Monday Night Raw is going to. Fox. 
Fox. No, no, no. no. SmackDown, sorry. Monday Night Raw stay in Monday Night Raw on USA, and SmackDown's going Fox main channel Friday night at 7.30. Friday nights, okay. That's That'll crazy. Be interesting. It is going to be It is going to be interesting. Be, uh, I'm actually looking really forward to it. The Rock apparently is supposed to be on uh, Friday to help maybe boost the ratings a bit. They're going to try really hard to make this a thing since Fox has given them a shit ton of money. That's crazy because Friday night is just not a good TV night. It's really not. It's really not. But uh, the one thing people still watch, Seth, as we've seen like in the cord cutting is like people still like live sports and wrestling, I guess, is close to that. Like there's still a big portion of wrestling fans that watch it live. I'm a DVR guy and kind of fast forward a lot. But most people watch it live and just sit through the commercials and watch it. I hope it works out. It's one of those things. I mean, like, you know, live sports, what's the best thing about it? You always know what happens when it happens. You could tweet through it. You could interact. You could do things like that. Same as wrestling. People like responding live. Yep. Like the people that are listening to our podcast live right now. That's right. Shout out to them. We love the Patriots. How you feeling? Let's go ahead. Let's talk some Tennessee. How you feeling? Um, let's start with body cam footage. Jeremy Pruitt, Jeremy Banks. How did that make you feel? Uh, I is it bad to say that I haven't even watched it? Like just reading the quotes was enough for me. You didn't watch it, huh? No, reading the quote. I've been super busy, and reading the quotes was enough you for me. You too busy to take five minutes to watch it. Don't act like I, you're I, that I don't busy. Need to. I don't need to. I read the quotes. The quotes I'm just saying, don't act like you were busy because your thing got canceled today at 4 o'clock. You already told us that. Your thing got canceled. You had an extra hour that you just fell into your lap. That's true. I went to the grocery store. I figured you'd be an online shopper. I normally am. I normally am. I just had to run and get a few things. Yeah, I knew it. I mean, what is there to say? I mean, there's several things... I mean, there's Jeremy Banks saying that if they were in Memphis, that he would have shot that cop. He did not say he would have shot the cop. Stop spreading okay. fake news. He said where he's from, they shoot cops, which, last I checked, factually correct. Okay, well, we're not going to give Jeremy Banks the benefit of the doubt here because I bet Jim, I bet Jeremy Banks has the IQ of an of like, well, let's just say we're not going to give Jeremy Banks the benefit of the doubt. I don't think he's going to shoot the cop, though. I don't think he's Boy, someone who shoots cops. Okay. He was insinuating that either he or someone close to him would have shot that cop. That's not what he said either. You, you're you spreading fake news. Okay, so I guess you're saying he said a totally random person would have shot the cop. What he said was there was a, a person there that's like an intern, and he's basically talking to her like, oh, you're thinking about being a cop. Well, where I'm from, we shoot cops. You might want to find something different to do. Kind of how he was saying, like, hey, it's a dangerous job. That's the way I took it was like, hey, uh, being a cop's dangerous. You might want to find a different line of work. That makes it, that makes what Jeremy Banks said a lot better. It makes it better than him saying, I'm going to shoot you if we were in Memphis. I mean, well, it definitely wasn't a shining moment for Jeremy Banks. Let's put it like that. Well, that's, that's fun. That's fun. And some people have speculated saying he looked a little disoriented or like he was on something. I don't know. To be honest, I did not watch the Jeremy Banks part. I only watched the Jeremy Pruitt part. Because what, what the fuck am I going to say about Jeremy Banks? Like, hey, maybe don't talk about getting shot. Like, that's, you know, maybe just just keep it cool. Keep it in the lines. You know what I mean? Like, maybe just uh, play it straight. Maybe don't bring up the fact that where you're from, cops get shot as you're talking to a prospective cop. I mean, yeah, that would be good advice. Yeah, like just I, I didn't watch that part because there was no going to be takes there. Like, 
what are you going to do? You're going to kick him off the team for something that happened two months ago? No, you're just going to, or I guess it wasn't two months ago, it was a month ago, but either way, uh, two weeks ago, whenever it was, you're just going to let it ride at this point. Like, there was nothing to gain by watching the Jeremy Banks footage. I wanted to watch the Jeremy Pruitt footage. I mean, I don't think there's anything to gain by that either. I mean, it, well, it was at 4.30 a.m., right? Yeah. Well, what the hell is Jeremy Pruitt going to sound like? I mean, him and Jeremy Bo- Banks both are going to sound stupid as hell. It's 4.30 a.m. I came out thinking Jeremy Pruitt looked good. I mean, like, I, I, I've i seen, I had zero issues with what Jeremy Pruitt said. I had no issues with what Jeremy Pruitt said. No, not issues. Uh, we we love it. We 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 stand for his comments. Well, he some is, people, I mean, I mean, by, by some people, I mean the mainstream media. Fuck them. Well, the only thing I have to say to the mainstream media is eat shit. Is eat shit and lamp posts. Because if I had my way, lamp posts would be involved with all of y'all. Is and that, I will leave it like, at that. Is that code for the whipping post? What the hell does that mean? What does lamp post mean? Hang from lamp posts. Oh, oh, okay. I had zero issue with what he said. Like Dan Wolkins trying to make it a thing. I thought I saw Pete Thamel was too. Seth did not leave it at that. Both of those guys can eat shit. I mean, I I just it was four thirty a.m. Like, and. At Alabama, this kind of stuff doesn't happen. Are we supposed to act appalled at Jeremy Pruitt stating the obvious? And Jeremy Pruitt probably wouldn't have gotten called if it was in Alabama. They probably would have called the head coach. They probably have somebody else to call. You know what I mean? Probably don't call the defensive coordinator. Yeah, I mean... But I doubt Nick Saban gets woken up at 4.30 a.m. No, they probably have somebody else to call. And like Jeremy Pruitt was saying... You know, there was a lot of people in the mainstream media that, and even the local media, that took those quotes like you did, and, and I'm not saying that you did this, but you just read them, or didn't you took them out of context, and like Jerry Pruitt saying this type of stuff doesn't happen at the other three places I was at. To me, and I think a lot of people, what he was referring to was like, hey, if you have a warrant out for somebody, especially a football player who is, uh, you know who he is and you know where he's at, like you kind of give us a heads up. Hey, this person needs to pay this. You don't kind of you don't kind of sit on it and then just arrest them and pull them over whenever you could have like given them a courtesy like, "Hey, let's get this resolved." type of thing. To me, to me, that is the craziest. That is the strangest thing about this. Is that no like why was it just like kept hidden that he had a warrant out for his arrest cuz that that was two months. Yeah. That was two months, right? Yeah, like, that was two months. Like, why was nobody told? Like, everyone knows who Jeremy Banks is. Right. And and correct me if I'm wrong, it was campus police, right? Wasn't it? Yes, UTPD? it was UTPD. It was even worse. It was UTPD. Like, you could maybe see this getting lost through the shuffle at, like, KPD. But UTPD, they don't have anything going on. Right. And they know who Jeremy Banks is. And they absolutely 1,000% know who Jeremy Banks is. You simply do not have multiple interceptions against UT Chattanooga and not have the entire (laughs) 865 area code know who you are. (laughs) Everyone knows who Jeremy Banks is. When you ball out like that against UTC, you're right. When When you shatter Nigel Warrior's interception mark at the time, people know who you are. Or tie it, whatever the hell it was. But yeah, I mean, uh, 
if you have a blue check mark on Twitter, I automatically assume that you are gay. Like you are gay, both in your profession and just gay. Come on, man. If you have a blue, it's twenty nineteen. If, if you have a blue check mark by your name, if you are gay, we still love you at Reed's Ranch. I assume you're professionally gay. Does Grant Ramey have a blue check mark by his name? Because he is the outlier. Grant Ramey, notwithstanding, I'm looking up Grant Ramey now because I love Grant. He has a he, Grant's one of us. Grant check. Ramey has a blue check marks. Grant Ramey, notwithstanding, because he's our brother. If you have a blue check mark by your name, professionally speaking, you're gay. And you can uh you can CC Dan Wolkin on that one. So who cares? I mean, it's a non-story. Like, you can't kick Jeremy Banks off the team for it. You already said that. You can't kick him off the team for it. And I guess you're going to get mad for Jeremy Pruitt at stating the obvious. It is the silliest shit he's ever seen. You know, outside of losing to Georgia State. That was pretty damn silly. Yeah, it was pretty silly. I I, I did love the disdain in his voice when he said... Do your civic duty, man. Oh, man, like <laughs> Like you're really cleaning up you're really cleaning up the street. You're really uh solving Knoxville's problems. Do like, your civic I, duty, bro. The thing bro. is is that it has nothing to do with like this single cop, right? Like this cop like he has to arrest a dude who has a warrant out on him. Yeah. And I thought they took that comment out of context too. Like I honestly feel like it's 4:30 a.m. Jeremy Pruitt's just trying to wrap his head around like so why are we arresting him? Because he has a warrant, question mark. And the guy's like, yes. And Jerry Pruitt later is like, okay, yeah, obviously that makes sense is what he said. Yeah, like it's 4.30 a.m. So you're right. Jeremy's – Jeremy – Who knows? Jeremy might have got him a 18-pack of Truly or the new Truly Tall Boys that was sitting there and having a good night. I don't know. He woke, like, got, woke up at 4.30 with is, some – This singular cop, like he's just doing his job. Like he has to arrest this dude. The issue is that how did UTPD, the police department on the campus, not pick up the telephone and give Big Germ a ring and say, hey, you're running back, turn linebacker, turn running back. Turn linebacker. Turn linebacker. Uh, his license is out of date. Why don't y'all go get that fixed and he can come over here and we can settle this? Like, for two months, nothing is said. The issue is not the one cop at 4.30 a.m. The issue is not what Jeremy Pruitt said. The issue is not what Jeremy Banks said. The issue is what the hell is UTPD doing? Here's what I'll say. Um, I was just I was talking to someone who works in the conduct office, and uh, they said that if, if – well, it basically is like someone new with UT. Like someone – Drop the ball at UT is what they're saying. They're saying it wasn't the police. It was someone either in the athletic office or in the student conduct office, like said they would have gotten pinged by UTPD and basically someone just failed to do their job is what they said. I, I don't know. Like, I, I know we're making it hard. Like we're making it all about the UTPD, which who knows, but I, uh, someone who works in the student conduct office is like this got this ball got dropped either in the athletic department or, or here type of thing. Like usually the police will, especially the campus police will put that in immediately kind of thing. 
Well, I'm shocked, buddy. Listen, I am shocked that somebody at UTPD, somebody at UT, I mean, rather, somebody at UT dropped the ball. I am stunned beyond belief that somebody at UT screwed up. And now we get to see our head coach on TMZ because he hasn't had enough bad publicity from losing to Georgia State. Somebody at UT has to drop the ball because people at UT, they can screw up a wet dream. I've, I've never really liked that saying. I feel like the idea of a wet dream is screwed up as it is. Like, at the end, you're sticky and wet. Like, it's already screwed up. That's the way I look at it, right? Like, does anybody actually enjoy wet dreams? I don't know, John. I don't know. It's just, it's a euphemism. I understand. I'm just questioning the euphemism. Like, I know, like, I guess it probably feels good for a little bit, but, like, you wake up feeling like a real loser. You know what I mean? You wake up, you're like, what the hell just happened here? Like, Jesus Christ. This is the lowest of the low. I just think it gets, I think a wet dream gets screwed up one way or the other. Either you wake up with something bad before you finish, or you finish and it's still messed up. Perhaps. I'm curious how other people feel about that. They're just trying to start it, just trying to start a dialogue. I got you, Charles Barkley. <laughs> oh, our, fig- our four biggest stories in order uh, this year so far. Number one, lose to Georgia State. you agree with me that's the biggest story of the year? Yeah. Number two, have a player threaten to uh, shoot up the school? Yeah. Number three, um, have a player say ha- – have a player produce the headline, where I'm from, we shoot cops. Yep. Number four, have people theorize that our AD is running an 11-year coup revenge plan. Yeah. Like, those are four stories so far from this football season, right? Yeah. In other news, basketball starts in like 34 days. That long? Has anything been better for Rick Barnes than the last (laughs) month and a half? Oh, he's Has uncanceled. We love him. Been better for Rick Barnes the last month and a half. I mean, it's unreal. He hasn't coached a game, and the man in my eyes could walk on water. Honest to goodness, I do not like Rick Barnes at all, but he could walk on water in my eyes right now. And I can't wait to watch Lamonte Turner in 34 days. We got the best backcourt in the country, man. Why not? Why not? Why not us? We got Rick Patino out here coaching these boys up now. Uh, can you imagine if Rick Patino was teaching them how to how to how to run a little quick full court press? Like, hey, after you score, boom, do this. You might you might actually have a wet dream at that point, John. Rick Patino has real life sex as if it is a wet dream. Just bada boom, bada bing. Is he still coaching in Greece or whatever? No, he get he quit. So he, he uh, he's just begging for a job over here, right? He was bothered by the cigarette smoke. They just would smoke. <laughs> They would just smoke freely in the uh, in the Greek basketball arenas. Amazing! He w- he won the championship last year. Google that Rick Pitino cigarette smoke. Amazing! Back check me and see it. See if that comes up. He rips fans. 
Rick Pitino wants you to please stop smoking during his Greek basketball team's games. Amazing. How perfect is that? Amazing. After he beat some word I can't pronounce team, 91 to 68, in the semifinals of the Greek League, his press conf- his post-game press conference centered on the fans smoking. He described them as extremely self-centered and selfish. <laughs> Uh, I told you, he got fed up with it. This, this. So sooner or later, you got to say, hey, man, we're at an athletic event, and I'm going to discipline myself, and we'll wait until halftime. And I'm going to go out go out and blow my brains out with cigarettes. That's your option. <laughs> oh, he had had enough. He was fed up. He was fed up. <laughs> So he just came back home after that. (laughs) He came back home. I know people have talked about like he was, he's like openly begging for jobs in college basketball from people. There was the, was it the Rutgers job that came open? And he said, I will accept it if you got, if everyone apologizes to me (laughs) for ruining my name. Okay. So he's not really begging for a job. No, he's not really begging. He is saying, I will do you a favor by coaching your basketball team as long as everyone apologizes to me. Like that's not even on Rutgers. Like, Rutgers should have been no, like... No, he didn't want Rutgers to apologize. He wanted everyone to apologize. Like, what the hell is Rutgers supposed to do? Rutgers probably like, yeah, dude, you can absolutely coach our team, but we have no control <laughs> over the blue check marks on Twitter. So, he's six. He's only 67. Does he not look much older than that to you? He's been left out in the sun a little too long. Vampire Rick needs to get in the coffin for a little bit. He's probably actually like 667. His skin is a little, uh, it's a little leathered. It is a little leathered. Is his son any good at Minnesota? They made the tournament, didn't they? They did make, they've made the tournament two out of the last three years. So he's okay. What a string of headlines for Rick Pitino. Rick Pitino wants apology before coaching St. John's. And Rick Rick Pitino is fed up with smoking at his games in Greece. I mean, he was really just, he's like, I smoke cigars on a golf course, but that's outside and nobody's around me. I mean, we, it is 2019, Greece. Get with it. You can't just be killing everybody with secondhand smoke. Rick Pitino's right. Yeah. I mean, I wonder what, like, it's surprising that they're still smoking like that um, anywhere, especially the first world in 2019. I mean... Is Greece still considered first world? Probably not. They've been in a recession for seemingly the last three decades, I feel like. I feel like their economic collapse has made them second world, although Giannis did win MVP. Um, I mean, like, I think that, like, the rate of air condition, like, the, the, the percentage of homes in Europe that has air conditioners is much, much, much lower than America. Um, So... It's weird that, like, you know, they still have cigarette smoke and don't have air conditioners in Europe. Quick thoughts on the Georgia game. Um, I've thought about it for about two minutes total this past week. I think it will be a total. Okay. I think it'll be a total bloodbath. I think they're 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 going to start Mauer, right? I mean, that uh, that's what a couple of football players have. Have uh, let the cat out of the bag, and uh, I think that's what Volquest is now saying. So it does appear that uh, Mauer is going to get the start. So I randomly got a DM last night on Twitter. You might have gotten the same one about from a guy who was talking to a football a player. Patron. Yeah, 
Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, he said Mauer's going to start or whatever. Then Austin Price says that first thing this morning, that Mauer's going to start. And then Simonton, right before right before we came on, Simonton said, um, Mauer is going to play heavily if not start. So Mauer's going to start. And I have no, yeah. I have no real feelings on this other than that they really screwed up not playing Mauer earlier. Yeah, my thing is they're just doing this so that uh, the team doesn't get booed. Exactly. That's what I think. Like, like Mauer is going to I, – I, I say this – this has no – I don't say this because I think – This isn't a reflection on Brian Mauer. Exactly. He's going to be terrible Saturday night. And it has yeah. nothing to do with him because they're throwing him to the Wolves on national TV primetime. They're throwing him to the Wolves to appease people. And at this point, I don't really blame them for doing the same th- for doing it either. My issue is that they had the Chattanooga game to play Mauer. They had the BYU game to play Mauer. And basically, they threw Mauer to the wolves in the swamp and made him throw it a million times instead of doing anything that played on his strengths. Now, I will say that at least we've had a bye week, right? We, we, we've had a bye week. And Jim Chaney can have his game plan built strictly around Brian Maurer. I disagree that you could have played him against BYU. You had to give Garantano another chance. You might have. I mean, you might have. I mean. You should have worked him in more against Chattanooga. You did, but you didn't let him throw the ball enough against Chattanooga. My main issue is the same thing I said last week. They let Brian Maurer throw the ball way more in the swamp than they did against Chattanooga. Yeah, I just wanted to say, like, I don't blame them for not playing him against BYU. He should have gotten more reps and been able to run an offense against Chattanooga and then run an offense against Florida. Like, I feel like what they did against Chattanooga is more what they want to do with, like, some power runs and getting him running around and stuff. But still, they should have done that for him at Florida. Yeah. They're doing this after a bye week, so the game plan should be better. But honestly, I think it comes down to, A, they don't want the team to quit, and the team would quit if they had to go out and listen to Jared Garantano and watch him skip passes or throw them too hard and too high. Um, second of all, I think they know that the fans would really boo uh, his performance uh, pretty much after the first, like, three and out or interception. So the fans won't boo Brian Maurer. They'll try to stay behind him. You will get a, uh, a better outlook, a better, you know, just better rhythm, I guess, and better fan support. It'll, team morale will be higher with Brian Maurer. You'll get a better crowd. Well, I don't know if you get a better crowd, uh, well, like in terms of numbers. Oh, you, I think, you, you'll get I think a, UT fans will be louder. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, like, the morale inside the stadium yes, yes, will be that's better. that's what I mean. Yes. I, I don't think numbers, because they haven't announced Maurer as a starter. Right, 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 right. I th- people, people want boo. People will cheer any success we have on offense. Like, it'll, it's the right move. It's just, it's just going to suck for him if things go poorly. Like they're throwing him against a really good defense is what I'm getting at. Like, it's good for him to get the opportunity. And, hell, if he balls out and gets a win, he'd become an instant legend. But, you know, that's not going to happen. Unless it does. It's not happening. Unless it does. Unless it does. I, I, I really, like, I just don't like the fact that Saturday night they're going to roll out all these. I don't know if you saw that North Carolina Clemson game or anything, but. They're going to roll out all these these little run pow, run heavy packages for Mauer, and that's cool. That's what they need to do. But like, why are we just now doing these? Why didn't we do these two weeks ago in the swamp? Whatever, it doesn't matter. The only thing that matters is in 
It's in 10 days when we play Mississippi State. Yep. That's, I mean, that's the only thing that matters. Like, the only thing that matters is that you beat Mississippi State in 10 days. And if and playing Brian Mowers uh, against Georgia gives, gives you a the better best chance ch- of beating Mississippi uh, if, uh, That's what I was about to say. I 100% agree there. Like, I think that in the end, I don't like they've ha- how they've handled Mauer whatsoever, but at right now, the only thing that matters is 10 days from now. And the best way to win that game is with Brian Mauer. I don't even know, like, that can't even be argued at this point, I feel like. Because... Garantano has been so bad. All right, let's get to some patron questions. We'll blow through a couple right quick. Patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch if you are down with the movement. Seth, no new patrons this week. We did have one man, one brave soul, Grant Blackwell, up his pledge from $2 to $5. Shout out to Grant. We love you. We love you, Grant. We love you a lot because if it wasn't for you, we would just have to say no new patrons. And it would be sad. Plus, Grant. That would be sad. Plus, Grant's been getting active in the Discord. Good. We love the, We love uh, Grant getting active in the Discord. If you want access to the Discord, patreon.com slash Reed's Ranch. We do love all our current patrons so much. So we do want to acknowledge them. We're not disappointing you guys. We love you guys. Like, hey, hey. You're a family. We love you. It's everyone who listens that isn't a patron. We're looking at you with the side eye. We're like, oh, really? Really? Content not good enough for you? Really, buddy? I wasn't going to say it. I wasn't going to say it. Okay. Whatever. All right, let's get to some patron questions. They've been listening live in the Discord. Uh, My phone won't load. Uh, 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 You see any good ones? Okay, here we go. Let's see. Uh, user Chad asks, would you rather pit bulls didn't exist or all other dogs could talk? Seth, that's for you. Um, I think about the poor children that have been maimed by pit bulls and how beautiful and precious their lives are because there's nothing more precious and beautiful than a young child. So I'm going to go with, I would rather pit bulls didn't exist whatsoever than have dogs talk. Would you even like dogs talking? Probably not because the thing I like most about dogs is when they lay in my lap and just give me company and don't say anything. Much like a prostitute. Okay. I would like to know like what my dog is upset about. Yeah. Like if he if he's like convey something to me, like you know, like whenever Frank was sick on Christmas Eve, he'd be like, "Hey, my neck hurts." Yeah. Take me to the vet, please. That would have helped a lot. You know what I mean? I wouldn't have had to drive on the interstate crying my eyes out and almost wreck. But when the dogs start barking, imagine they're just yelling and saying stuff. Now, can they understand English? Can I communicate back with them? Be like, hey, dude, chill out. I see the mailman. Yeah, I know. This guy comes every day, man. It's cool. I get it. (laughs) Chill out. If I can communicate with him and he understands that, that'd be cool. Would I want every other dog to be able to talk? I'm not around a lot of other dogs, so I guess that would be okay. We do have a neighbor's dog who just barks all the time, so it'd be annoying to listen to him try to yell, but it'd be cool to see him and Frank yelling like, hey, fuck you, and Frank's like, no, fuck you. That'd be kind of cool. I do think that, like, dogs are so dumb that we would get tired of them talking. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah, it'd probably be sad if we could actually hear them talk. They probably wouldn't say anything profound. Yeah, I mean, it would be very, very stupid. 
It would be nice to have a segment, though, where Frank could co-host the podcast. <laughs> that would be pretty awesome. Sorry, Pitbulls, you got to go. Pit- Except the one that was in John Wick 2. Pitbulls got to go. What, is your, what does your dad always say about uh, killing a dog and how cheap it is? When he, what is it he always talks about? I don't know. He's shot a lot of dogs in front of me. He hasn't really. I can't think of anything about the price though, no except you, maybe the bullet. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah, something about how cheap the bullet is. I, I don't. I don't know. No I mean, wonder was, you are the way you are. Your dad's out here just slaughtering dogs wholesale with buckshot in I've, front of you. Did I tell you ever about the time that he got his barn burnt down because of it? No. Yeah, when I was younger, he got his whole barn burnt down when I was like four or five. Because he killed somebody's dog. He killed our neighbor's dogs, two, two of them. They kept running around in our field chasing his calves. And he asked them, hey, can you keep your – they were pit bulls. Hey, can you keep your pit bulls? Can you keep your dogs on your porch? Can you keep them chained up? They're running my cows. They're getting my cows sick, and they're hurting my calves. And they said no. So he saw them do it another time, so he shot them. And then he put them in the back of his truck and took them to the doorstep and dropped them off on the guy's porch and said, here, now you can keep them. Now they won't run my dogs anymore. And then later that guy burned down our barn. He came and burned down our hay barn. As you can imagine, hay is very flammable. And he burned down the red barn. What kind of person owns pit bulls to begin with? Not just one, but two. You have to be a sociopath to own multiple pit bulls. They are walking murder machines. Look up the statistics. Google Pitbull statistics. If you're listening to this and you don't believe me, Google Pitbull statistics. You have to be a lunatic to own multiple Pitbulls. You have to be a lunatic to own one Pitbull. They're shitty dogs who deserve to die. So good on your dad for pulling a Batman and doing a little vigilante justice. Because they all deserve to die. All dogs don't go to heaven. That's a lie, too. Pitbulls go to hell. That's an awesome story, though. It it went on for a while. There was another thing where, like, there was another thing where after that, like, I mean, they still live next to us. So whenever we drive past them, like, they would flip off my mom. And then my dad went down there and threatened to break his finger if he ever puts my mom <laughs> off again. So then they had to go to the courtroom and like the judge, but the judge basically, the kids, you know, said that my dad threatened him and my dad was like, basically explained what happened. And all the judge said was like, if I were you, son, I would just leave Mr. Reed alone. Like, <laughs> don't look at him. Like, and just don't bother him. Your dad did nothing wrong. They were on his property. And then another time, he uh, it happened again with another neighbor. I don't know if it was the same neighbor or not, but it happened again like in 2003 or 2004, like 10 years later. And his lawyer was just like, this time if you kill the dogs, don't move them. Just leave them in the field. Like no one can complain if they're in the field. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Like don't load them up because then it looks like you just killed them on the porch. Like just leave them in the field. Yeah, loading the dogs up in the pickup and dropping them off on the porch was a little bit of, th- of a theatrical flourish. By I Mr. Reed. To think it ran, I guess he didn't want them to think it ran away. But nonetheless, it got the point across. But yes, he probably should have left them lying in the field to rot. So there's their answer to that one. Uh, Zachary asked, 
Let's get some NBA talk, please. All right, Seth, do you have any NBA predictions? Uh, I think the Rockets, the, the Rockets are going to be better than people think. Have you? Well, actually, if you fill out the spreadsheet on the NBA thread on the Discord, I think a lot of people have picked the Rockets to uh, finish with the one seed in the West. Oh, really? Okay. Well, I, I'm just going off what I've read when the trade happened that people weren't really that high on it because Russell Westbrook wasn't that good anymore. Well, the good the thing about Russell Westbrook is he tries really hard, and that is good for the regular season. So him and Harden are probably going to try hard to put a statement on. So they probably will be the one seed. Who do you predict to be the two seed? The Clippers? No, see, I'm worried. Well, I don't think the I think the Clippers will be fine. Like when it comes to playoffs, I think they'll be elite. But Paul George is going to be out for a while, man. Oh, He's okay. having that. He had that second shoulder surgery. Like they're going to ease him back into it. He, I don't know for sure, but like there's talk he might not play till like December or Whoa. January. Okay. Kawhi Leonard, uh, you know, they're going to rest him. You know what I mean? Like, he's going to play 50, 55 yeah. games. Like, they're probably just worried about being ready for the playoffs. They don't care about going on the road and, and winning there. They can do that. So, now nah, the two seed will probably be someone like Denver or uh, Utah. So, Utah's supposed to be better, right? Yeah, yeah. Utah should be a lot better. They uh, they upgrade a lot. They got Mike Conley, who's a, he's a big upgrade over Rubio. Bogdanovich is a big upgrade, like on the defense and offense. He's a, he's a sneaky good defender. I say that because he's white, um, and he can shoot. Obviously, so like yeah, they they upgraded their team. Utah should be pretty good. And they're also a team that'll try hard. Yeah, they they. Okay, so uh, you were gonna ask if I'm coming around on the 76ers. Yeah, are you coming around the 76ers winning the East and the NBA championship? I guess like on the East, I have to because there's nobody else. Okay. Okay. I mean. I, they, the Bucks haven't given Giannis anything, right? I mean, did they add anybody in the? I know, I know they re-signed Chris Middleton. They lost Malcolm Brogdon, who was their sec, third third best player. I guess they lost go? him. He went to Indiana. I would say Indiana would make a leap, but Oladipo might be out till January or February, so that'll be tough for them. Who is their head coach? They'll be good in the uh nate mcmillan right. who used to be in portland for so yeah, long pr- they um, seem to be a pretty good solid franchise yeah they'll be like a four or five seed and you know by the time oladipo gets back by the playoffs they'll be good yeah i mean there's nobody else in the east so yeah but I- losing brogdon sucks for the bucks i think so it, it does seem like the 76ers can walk to the finals does this does this justify sam hinkle's um hinky hinky, hinky. sorry i thought it was an l not an i does this justify his strategy of just tank, 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 tank? It depends. Um, some people say no. Saying like, hey, if you look at it, actually, like they missed on a lot of picks. But I would say the point of tanking and tanking the way they did was to get multiple shots at it. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, we drafted Jalil Okafor. But that didn't ruin the tank because we also had him beating Ben Simmons. We also had, uh, you know, we also had assets that we could trade. It would look a lot cooler if uh, they were able to win with Markel Fultz instead of having to give him away for a first-round pick. Because he might be in Orlando and be nasty. Like I don't know if you saw the video, but he can actually shoot a jump shot again. So hopefully Markel Fultz is uh, good at basketball. But, I mean, I would imagine that you don't sign Al Horford, right? You don't sign Al, Al Horford if you don't have Joel Embiid. And you're probably not able to, or you're definitely not able to get like Tobias and um, Josh Richardson unless you trade Jimmy Butler type of thing. So like, I would say it works the process. Like Sam Hinkie deserves another job. 
Um, he won't get one, though, because the uh, Adam Silver in the NBA hates him for what he did. Just making a mockery of the system. Like, he'll be a, he'll be a martyr. But I can't – you have to say it works. So, that's – like, my thing is that, like, I respected it, period, because I hate that professional sports get in this rut of thinking to where, like, they just do the same thing over and over and over again. Like, Hinky threw that for a loop, right? He came in and did something else that nobody had ever done. It's kind of like Mike Leach. Like, you know, like, I love that some guys come in there, Chip Kelly in the NFL, like, they look like assholes and it might not work because Chip Kelly failed in the NFL. But, like, at least they tried to change it up. Hinky did that. I think that, that like, with Hinky is that the only thing that matters is whether or not, you know, they get to the NBA Finals. And they're going to get to the NBA Finals probably. And would they have gotten there without him? They still love him. They still love him in Philadelphia. There's a cult of Hinky that gets together for, like, draft lottery and draft night. And they do, like, weird stuff honoring Sam Hinky. They, you know, they chant trust the process, which is something he coined. Like, it's a thing. Like, they, they still love him. He'll never get a job, though, just because he made everyone so mad. I saw he, he, worked, just blatantly with, tanking. he worked with the Broncos after last season, apparently. Really? Yeah. Well, like, we'll see what happens in the NFL because, you know, the Dolphins are trying that. You know, like, they're just blatantly they tanking. They are just straight up tanking to hell, right? They're getting a lot of draft picks. We'll see. But, like, I mean, the Dolphins won between – I think it was between six and eight games the last three years. So, like, I mean, what do you do? Like, that's not fun for anybody. No, I would so say – like, I would say – if. I would say getting the number one draft pick is more fun than winning six games. That one night, yeah, that like, one night is more fun than winning six games. Come out with Tua and like since they traded Fitzpatrick, come out with Tua and like a a franchise left tackle. Like your rebuilds off and running at that point. So we'll see what happens in the NFL. But I mean, yeah, without the process, you don't have Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons. And say what you want about Ben Simmons, I still think he's like a top twenty-five player in the league and. If he ever develops a jump shot, he'll be a top ten player in the league. So, well, there was that one. Two of those there guys. was that one video of him. Um. Yeah, and I mean the videos are there. The the uh, the off season propaganda is there, but I mean he obviously has to do it in a game. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So like we'll we'll see. So what did, what did they get from Markel Fultz? They just got like it was a, I want to say um, is it Jonathan Simmons maybe and, and a first Two round pick. Picks. So like yeah like. It, they got a decent return, but Orlando made a good trade by doing that. Like, if Fultz is good, they stole him. So, yeah. it was a smart trade because, I mean, if you think about it in that lens, like, Elton Brand and the Sixers got draft picks for a guy that we didn't know if he would ever be able to shoot a basketball again. Yeah. It seems like a good trade for both yeah. sides. Yeah, it was smart. To, it was smart to cut bait. And for the Magic, who's you know hasn't had a point guard since Skip to my Lou, it, uh, it was a good move for them to, you know, to buy a lottery ticket, basically. Yeah. Uh, Vols ask, Jonah asks, uh, question for both. Do you wad or fold toilet paper? Uh, I'm a wide guy myself. Uh, fold. You're a fold guy? Although I have recently made the switch to wet wipes, and that's uh, helped a I lot. I told you this. I told you. You were right. I, you. I was telling you. I'm telling you you were right. It's, it's a game changer. It is for me, who has, you know, I'm very messy in the bathroom, so it's, it was a game changer for me for sure. Well, I'm glad, buddy. You were right. Do you buy the dude wipes or you just buy like wet wipes? Because I I went mainstream and bought the dude wipes. I buy cotton ill. Okay, so you don't give in to the the marketing. No, I've never bought any any of the dude wipes. Okay. I mean I imagine they were the same thing, but that's what I yeah. bought. 
but I'm glad. I'm glad it it, it makes life easier. Game changer. You're right. Props to you. Uh, G-Man asks thoughts on the California bill. Um, I don't think it, like, I think it's meaningful because it's just going to make all the other states adopt the same bill. Yeah. Florida's even trying to cut them because California's doing 2023. Florida's trying to do 2020. It's just going to, it's just going to be a domino effect. What do you think on the uh, the fair pay to play or whatever? I don't I don't know enough about it. Like if it will actually change, I don't really know what the. I mean, you know the you know the gist of it. I'm sure it's basically just like you can sign endorsement deals now. Okay. You can you can get paid from businesses, not your school. I don't really think it's gonna. I don't know. I don't know. I, there's so many. I don't know what it's gonna do to college football. I mean. I, I, I think it'll be bigger for college basketball than it is college football. Because there's so many fewer players. Yeah, and there's bigger stars. And, like, in football, you are stuck in school. Whereas, I mean, just think of it through Tennessee's lenses. Like, imagine if um, a company would have stepped up and been like, hey, Grant Williams, here's a million-dollar endorsement deal. You're pilot nationwide. You are a spokesman for pilot nationwide stay for your senior year. And we had Grant Williams coming back to this basketball team. And just basketball players obviously make a bigger impact per person. Yeah. I mean, and like having a helmet on versus not having a helmet on just allows for more, you know, I mean, you get to see the the the, the charisma and such, and there's much fewer players. So that's probably fair. I mean, I just don't know, like, if – an endorsement. And people can just go and people can just go pro. Like and it's it's trending to where, you know, guys could go to Australia, like, you know, uh Leangelo, or not Elangelo, but excuse me, uh Lamello Ball. You could have guys going straight to the NBA in a couple years. Like I think that'll try to keep some of them maybe coming. Like for Zion, probably wouldn't have made sense, right? If you can go make ten million dollars in the N- NBA and sign an endorsement deal, probably worth it. But if you are Zion James Johnson RJ or, yeah, or R.J. Hampton, like, does it make more sense to go there and make a million dollars to play, like, in Australia? Or does it make more sense to go to the NBA and be, like, the 30th draft pick? Or does it, like you said, make more sense to, well, here's a couple hundred grand. You could sign with this, con, you know, you could sign with this company. You could make money off your likeness. Now maybe are you more likely to stay in school? I don't know. It probably won't matter to the big prospects, but – I don't think it's going to be as game changing as everyone thinks. I think. Well, I um, think that like when it comes to endorsement deals, if you're a college football player, the way for you to make the most money on an endorsement deal is uh, go to the University of Alabama. So, I'm going to guess that Alabama and Clemson are still going to get the best recruits. I have a hard time thinking they're going to introduce anything that's going to really interrupt Nick Saban's. Uh, you know. I mean, I think those guys, I mean, but look, we all, don't we all agree those guys are getting paid anyways? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I mean, we all, we all agree that Alabama's recruits are getting paid anyways, or at least like oh, free cars I, I, yeah, and shit, Yeah, I have right? no issue with that. Like, I'm just saying, like, the guys that are going to make the most money are going to be the guys that are going to go to Alabama. Yeah, but we all think that the best schools are already paying the most for recruits, so like, I don't think it's really going to change. It's just going to bring it out of the light and give that, other yeah, people a chance to compete. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Like... I don't think it's going to change much in terms of college football. We'll see. We'll see. Like if all of a sudden, you know, these big regional brands are paying full recruiting classes and giving them full recruiting, you know, class sponsorships. Like 
we'll see how that changes. Um, I think you're going to have some, probably some companies jump the gun and pay these recruits too much money at first or pay these guys too much money at first. But I think mostly it's just going to be like, hey, you can now go do autograph signings. You can now sell your rights to EA Sports and be in a video game. And uh, you can now make a couple grand or $10,000 for doing like a Toyota Knoxville live read or something like It'll probably mess me up at the radio. Like these companies might be more willing to pay football players than, and basketball players than pay me, but we'll see. I don't know, man. I, like we'll just have to see. Like there's so many unknown variables here that, like, who knows? Thoughts on uh, that woman only getting ten years for murdering that guy? Oh, I have no thoughts on it. I mean, I, I don't know anything about it besides it was not her apartment. Yeah, she walked in her apart. She walked in his apartment, thinking it was his, or thinking it was hers. Sorry, shot him. They found her guilty of murder. She was sentenced to ten years. Who was the judge? Do we know? Fuck if I know. I'm just curious. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I think people were uh, relieved and kind of surprised she got found guilty. Why? Ten years seems light for murder, but at the same time, like. 10 years is better than most people thought she was probably going to get just because she was a cop and just because she's a white woman and he's a black man. So I think some people are just look at this as like, eh, okay, fair enough. I don't know anything about it. Like, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not surprised she went to jail. Like, it seems the whole thing, like, seemed bizarre to me. I mean, I'm not, I shouldn't laugh. About this is a very sick. No, I mean it was really bizarre. Like somebody walked into somebody's yeah, apartment. Yeah, like the, the whole it. thing seemed like crazy to me. I mean, I, I'm not surprised she went to jail. I don't know anything about anything else. Like, ten years does seem light, but did she get what? What was she charged for? Manslaughter or murder? No, she got charged with murder. And she only got ten years for murder. Yeah, and like parole in like five years. Okay, I would have thought that. Or can go in front of a parole hearing and find okay, I would have thought that it was manslaughter for the 10-year charge. Okay. I think it was second-degree murder, I think is what they okay. got it for. Which I might be wrong on the degree, but I know obviously it wasn't first degree. Um, but it was murder and not manslaughter. Would you rather not be able to make more than $40,000 for the rest of your uh, – $40,000 a year for the rest of your life or be forced to only wear flip-flops for the rest of your life? Uh, give me the flip-flops. God, that would suck, though. It would, but, um, give me the flip-flops. Yeah. Yeah. I, I know I'll be, y'all, if y'all had to wear flip-flops every day, y'all heathens would start washing your feet every day like I do, and like you do, John. They start washing. I've been trying this. They start washing their damn feet every day like we do, if they had to wear flip-flops every day. I've been taking these toe pills for like, I got it's an eighty-four day, three months you know, prescription. I only got like ten pills left for like my toe fungus, and it, I, don't, I can't tell if it's gotten better or not. So like, I'm kind of pissed about that, to be honest. So if I had to wear flip flops without socks, man, that would suck. Yeah. Not granted. I mean, forty thousand dollars isn't great. I mean, as long as I stay in radio, though, like I feel like my max is gonna be like sixty-five, seventy thousand. It's not worth not having shoes. Or it's not worth giving. Or it's not. It's not worth thirty grand to have be able to wear shoes. So I guess I'd have to do flip flops. I'm like you. What's your, what's your favorite Halloween candy? Juan wants to know. 
My Butterfinger. <laughs> what? <laughs> like I, I don't I don't like candy corn. Is there another specific type of uh of uh I mean anything. Anything you got on Halloween. I love Butterfingers. You, your favorite candy is Butterfinger. I, are you fucking if, are you fucking Bart Simpson? I love Butterfingers. Eat shit, John. Butterfingers are good. Butterfingers are gross. That's almost the worst answer you could have. Candy corn is the only worst answer. That's it. Butterfingers are good. Or Tootsie Rolls, which somehow we got Tootsie Rolls is apparently the most popular Halloween candy in Tennessee, which seems crazy because I fucking hate Tootsie Rolls. I don't buy that for a second. Does anybody like Tootsie Rolls? No. They're terrible. No, no one likes Tootsie Rolls. Absolutely not. You know what? The people do love Butterfingers. No one likes Butterfingers except you. Look at the Discord. Just... People Just love you and Bart Simpson. People love people love Butterfingers. It's just you and Bart Simpson, bro. People love Butterfingers. They're good. They're good. A little Butterfinger Blastic Sonic. What's better? Now that's okay. I'm okay with that. But just eating. Oh, uh, I can't imagine where you have to be in life or where where your options are. Where you're having to unwrap a Butterfinger. Like you have so you have so many candy. You have so many much candy. You have so much candy you could buy. And you're like, you know what? Give me that Butterfinger. You've seen my sculpted body. I don't, I don't go to the grocery store. I don't go to the, the gas station and buy, buy, buy candy bars that often. If I go to the gas station and buy food, I'm buying some peach rings because peach rings are an elite gas station food. Peach rings. That actually, peach rings are my favorite Halloween candy because I'm including as Halloween candy any candy I can go to the gas station and get on October 31st. Give me the peach rings. Peach rings are fantastic. I'm appalled. But Tootsie Rolls do so do suck. Yeah, we we, we get it. That's something we can all agree on. Tootsie Rolls do suck. The undefeated candy, the goat candy, is Reese Cups. That's it. Reese Cups. I like Cups. Reese's That's Cups. That's the answer. Of course you do, because they're fucking yummy. They're chocolate and peanut butter. What else do you need? Reese Cups for the win. Anything else? Mm-mm. What do you have the Braves Cardinals series as? Braves. Braves are going to win. Okay. Probably a sweep, honestly. Okay. 3 0. <laughs> 3-0 Atlanta. Okay. What do you have? I don't know. I feel good about our chances because Jack Flaherty is going to pitch two out of the five games, and he's the best pitcher in the National League. There ain't going to be five games, bro. There's going to be three. He's going to pitch one of the three games. So the Braves are going Keuchel tomorrow night. Who's pitching Friday night? Fulte? I think it's Keuchel, Fulte, Soroka is what I think it is. I think. Correct me if I'm wrong, Brace fans, but I think that's what it is, and I'm just doing that. I off think the top that's of right. I'm pretty sure that's right. Yeah, I think it's going to be a good series. It's going to be a good series. Look, the Braves beat good pitchers, bro. Like they're in a division with Jake, Jacob Degrom. You know what I mean? And Max Scherzer and Steven Strasburg. You think they give one fuck about Jack Flaherty? They don't give one fuck about Jack Flaherty because they go up against Jacob Degrom five or six times a year. They go up against Steven Strasburg and they rock his ass. They used to go up against Jose Fernandez, R.I.P., and rock his ass. It's just something that they do. They beat good pitchers. They're going to beat Jack. If there Flaherty. is one thing, if there is one thing the Braves do, it is excel in the playoffs. That's for sure. That was the old Braves. Oh. That was the old Braves. These are the new Braves. Ronald 
Ronald Acuna is going to strut that ass. I feel I feel good about it simply because it's the Cardinals playing the. Flaherty's a right. Flaherty's a right hander, yeah, right? A righty. Okay, I was going to say because they don't do so well against uh, Kershaw. No, the Cardinals do though. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I feel pretty good about it just because it's the Cardinals playing the Braves and it's the Braves. So, but we'll see. It's going. It's 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 going to be a good series. I hope the game tonight is good too because last night was fun. To quote, to quote the 2018 and 2019 best local radio personality of Knoxville, brooms out, bitch. Brooms out. Brave sweep. Brave sweep. I love you, buddy. Did the Cardinals play like 500 baseball the last two weeks? Like, or at least like the last week and a half? Like, no. They almost blew the division to the Brewers. Like, that's because if the Brewer, if the Brewers didn't fuck up in Colorado, they would have lost that division. They'd have gagged they it away. They swept the Cubs in Wrigley and then came back and lost two out of three at home. But I mean, they were they yeah. were 40. And in between that, didn't they didn't they lose to the Diamondbacks? Did they lose like three in a row to the Diamondbacks, or at least like two out of they three? They lost two out of three to the Diamondbacks. The 19 inning game. But no, they were they were 44 and 44 at the break. Those guys, those guys scored one run in 19 innings, and I'm supposed to think they're going to beat the Braves, who have the best lineup in the uh, in the National League. Okay. Uh, okay. Best lineup in the National League. Yeah, read it and wait. Okay. <laughs> you think Yadier Molina is going to do something? Uh, probably, yeah. I mean, oh, I just he? think I just think it's the Braves. Like it doesn't matter. They had Smoltz, Glavin, and Maddox, and it didn't matter. That was 20 years ago. Get Find a new slant. Uh, well, now they have Soroka, Fulte, and Keuchel, so I'm sure the Cardinals are won't be able to sleep tonight worried about Dallas Keuchel. Old dumbass, old dumbass. Chipper Jones is not there anymore. They got a real clutch third baseman now. All right? The, the, rain, the bringer of rain. The bringer of rain is ready to Josh go. Josh Donaldson is the coolest player the Braves have. Let's see. And look, look, say what you want. The Nationals scored more runs than the Braves, whatever. The Dodgers scored more runs than the Braves, whatever. With the Dodgers, I'd say, yeah, it's pretty easy when you go against the uh, the NL West, but whatever. Um, I would take the Braves lineup over the uh, the Nationals lineup. That's all I'll say. That's all That's I'll fair. say. That's fair. That's fair. Damn, I didn't realize the Braves were four, uh, were four and six in their last ten. That's not great. That's not great. I was talking about you guys declining. The Braves just went to New York and got swept. They didn't really care about that. That's fine. But I am a little worried, to be honest, about the uh, the injuries to Acuna and especially Freddie Freeman. I am a little worried about that. But still, I say, brooms out, bitch. The Braves bullpen, what could go wrong? Luke Jackson is a machine. Holy shit. The Cardinals only gave up 662 runs all year? Cardinals pretty good. Was pretty good. 662 runs, though? That's really good. Well, I mean, when you have Jack Flaherty, the best pitcher in the National League, you know, Wayne Wright's money at home. You have him the third game at home. So you're probably, the Cardinals are probably looking at, after three games, being up two to one because the Braves aren't going to beat Flaherty and Wayne Wright's money at home. Wayne Wright. Yeah. Old ass Adam Wainwright. Yeah, he's hey, money. He's been great at home this year. He sucks on the road, but the old man can still do it at home. And then you have Hudson, who's pretty stout too, game four. And if it gets to a game five, well, again, you have Jack Flaherty. 
just wait. Like I said, Braves scored the third most uh, runs in the NL, so me calling them the best lineup maybe been a little aggressive, but like I said, the Dodgers get to go against the dumbass National West. Uh, National League West and the uh, the the Nationals. I mean, come on, they barely scored four runs last night. You know I know what, what you mean? mean. I know what you mean. Let's get out of here. Love you, buddy. Love you. Love you.